Welcome to Taiwan Report, news and analysis from Taiwan. I'm Donovan Smith. Up today, we've got some headlines, virus news, a push is afoot to change the name of China Airlines, KMT chair race amid more bad news, and huge news with new Taiwan identity poll. But let's kick off with a report from the Global Times, that's a Chinese Communist Party mouthpiece, that's getting yet more bellicose. The Chinese, the headline is Chinese Army to procure 1.4 million body armor units in two years. Now the key line coming from this article is, some mainland military enthusiasts on the internet speculated that the procurement might aim at threat from Taiwan secessionists and their U.S. supporters. They said armor plate's effectiveness expires in two years, so buying so many in such a short time could mean preparations for potential military conflicts against Taiwan's secessionist forces and other imminent threats in coming years. The statements did not mention the purpose of the procurements. Now, the Global Times tends to be a little bit more out there, a little bit more bellicose, and you'll notice that they're not directly coming out and saying that this is Chinese Communist Party policy or that their plans are to, as they put it, prepare for a military conflict with the Taiwan secessionist forces. However, they clearly vet everything that goes into it, and they have a purpose in including these sentences. So essentially, it's to increase the threat sense, or at least the feeling of it, but it's mostly for a domestic audience. Look for an article coming up on that. I'll be talking about more about that in that article. Li Donghui is slowly improving uh, from, now this is the Zhongguo Shibao, the China Times, is reporting that former President Li Donghui is, his health is improving. He's suffering from pneumonia or a lung infection. From the Taipei Times, January unemployment rate dips slightly. Now, the unemployment rate last month edged down 0.3 percentage points to 3.64% as fewer people quit their jobs, which more than made up for seasonal and temporary job losses. However, this does not include any impact from the COVID-19 outbreak, so we'll see what happens going forward. Again, from the Taipei Times, virus outbreak. Public approves of government's virus response. The government received a grade of 84.16 points out of 100 for its response to the COVID-19 outbreak, according to a poll. Now, asked whether they wear a mask when using now, some other questions, uh, asked whether they wear a mask when using public transportation, 38.9% they do, while 44% say they avoid public transportation altogether. Now, also other questions include the results show that 97.6% felt that the situation in China was, quote, serious, while 88% felt it was very serious. Asked whether they believed the Chinese government would get the outbreak under control, 20.9% believed it could, while 67.3% believed it could not. Another report in the Taipei Times from CNA, virus outbreak, ministry provides schools with masks, other supplies. Now, this also comes along uh, on the heels of the announcement that they have been sterilizing all the schools in the country. From our Radio Taiwan International, Taiwan to provide $1.2 billion NT dollars in loans to help the tourism industry. So, this is from Focus Taiwan. 
Taiwanese group in U.S. petitions to change China, to change China Airlines' name. Now, this is a change.org petition. Of course, it has no impact necessarily on whether or not the company will actually change it. Now, it is largely owned by the Ministry of Transportation under under former Taichung Mayor uh, and the current minister, uh, Lin Jialong. Now, he's already said that he's open to the idea, but that a lot of people need to be consulted. There needs to be a general consensus in the public and so on and so forth. Now, if they actually were to go ahead and do this, and there's a big argument for why they might not. If they change Taiwan's flag carrier airline name to Taiwan Airlines or and remove China Airlines, there is a significant possibility that the People's Republic of China will not allow it to fly there any longer uh, as a you know, as a act of revenge because this would suggest that Taiwan is moving more toward independence. If the PRC were to ban flights from China Airlines, renamed to Taiwan Airlines or Formosa Airlines, that would mean a crippling blow to the company, which makes a lot of its money from flying to the PRC. All right, this is Mirror Media. It's a Chinese language publication. And there's a couple comments here from Haolong Bin, who's running for, who's running for the uh, KMT chair. Now, I seem to have lost my highlights, so let me see if I can uh, find where I was looking for. Okay, so he says here that to the, they need to get rid of the, the old and red image of the party. By that, he's referring to that the party is largely filled up of elderly people and that it has become too red as opposed to blue, meaning close to China. So he says here that he is, among other things, he wants to he wants to make sure that the Central Standing Committee has less people who are Taiwanese businessmen, so that they will not be able to buy the culture in the party. Now he also said something interesting here. He was it was referring to him being the vice chairman. Uh, of the party, and he talks about how when he was the vice chairman, he really only had one thing to do, and that was to show up for Central Standing Committee meetings. So essentially, he's trying to deflect uh, accusations that he is part of the problem. Now, the KMT has other problems, big ones. The KMT, this is a report in China Times, they now have about 350,000 voting members. The deadline just ended for people to pay up their dues so they can vote in the KMT chair election on March 5th. This is not good news for the KMT. Compared to the 2017 chair election for the party, they had 478,000, meaning that they've lost between 120 and 130,000 members in the meantime. This is the big news of the day. A Taipei Times report here, new high of 83.2% see themselves as Taiwanese. Reading from the article, asked whether they identify themselves as Taiwanese or Chinese or have other opinions, 83.2% of respondents to a poll conducted by Focus Survey Research said Taiwanese, 5.3% said Chinese, 6.7% said both, 
and 4.8% had no opinion or refused to answer. The results showed that identification as Taiwanese has reached a new high since the foundation's first such poll in 1991, while identification as Chinese or Chinese and Taiwanese was down by half from a poll in September last year. That's pretty significant because it not that long ago, it was only about 70% or so considered themselves Taiwanese, about two-thirds consider themselves Taiwanese only. According to this one, it is now over 80%, which is a big, big jump. Traditionally, it's been a low percentage, something up to you know, between 3 and 5% consider themselves Chinese, up to a quarter to a third have considered themselves both Chinese and Taiwanese, with about two-thirds identifying as Taiwanese. That it's jumped up over 80% is very significant. Now, as the article notes, the, the foundation chairman, Michael Yeo, said that neither Chinese President Xi Jinping's reiterations of Beijing's one country, two systems formula, nor last year's protests in Hong Kong led to a significant increase in identification as Taiwanese, which remained at about 70%. There has been an obvious increase since the COVID-19 outbreak, and such change can be seen as significant academically and politically. Now, I don't know if that's the actual reason why. It certainly is a possibility. That's the one thing that's definitely changed between when they last did the poll. However, possibly this is a knock-on effect of the election. There are other possibilities here. The trend line has been largely consistent since the early 90s of people identifying more and more as Taiwanese. There's been some dips, and but generally speaking, that's been the trend line. Now, they asked about political parties and approval ratings. President Tsai Ing-wen's overall approval rating was 68.4%, compared with 16.5% who disapproved. The president's second best showing in a foundation poll, while Premier Su Zhenzhang received a 69.4% approval rating. More respondents said they liked the DPP, 41.1%, then the KMT, 12.5%, the Taiwan People's Party, 9.3%, the New Power Party, 5.1%, the Taiwan State Building Party, 1.9%, and the People First Party, 0.5%. However, 27.2% said they did not favor any party, and 0.9% said none of the above. Now, this is pretty dramatic. The If you look at the party list vote, for in the last election for party-nominated legislators, the DPP didn't do a whole lot better than the KMT in the last election. But now the DPP is polling at 41.1% and the KMT is at 12.5%. Add to that to the, uh, the big loss in membership in the KMT since 2017, and things just keep getting worse for the KMT. Whoever the next chair is, is going to have a big task ahead of them trying to turn the party's fortunes around. All right, finishing up, a couple of articles to mention that are must-reads. Uh, the first one is in Defense One, and the article is called It's Time to Talk About Taiwan. The general gist of the article is that the U.S.'s traditional 
stance of being ambiguous as to whether or not it would come and defend Taiwan if China were to attack militarily, uh, is the time for that has basically come to an end. Now, that what prompted this, of course, is the D, the Democratic frontrunner Bernie Sanders suggesting that he might take military action to defend Taiwan if the PRC were to attack. Now, we talked about that yesterday on Current Affairs Taiwan, among other things. So be sure to check out the latest Current Affairs Taiwan where we go into this more. The other one must-read article today is in the Taiwan News. It's by William Stanton, who's the former head of AIT, effectively the the effectively the ambassador from the United States. He's quite strong on Taiwan. And the article is called Continuing PRC Efforts to Intimidate Taiwan and Its Friends. Now, all of the English articles featured in this show are up on report.tw, so you can check out all the sources that I use here today, except for the Chinese language sources. Be sure to check in. News is ongoing. Lots is going on. And the KMT race is going to get more intense as we get closer to March 7th. This has been brought to you by the Taiwan Report. For more content like this, become our patron at report.tw. Oh, it's that cat. I really like my cat.